Today is week two, day three, of our exploration of the letter to the Romans. As we begin this time of relaxation and prayer, get yourself into a comfortable position, take a few deep breaths, closing your eyes, and allow yourself to relax. As we begin, pay attention to your breathing. Feel your lungs inflate as you breathe in. Feel the tension in your chest as you pause and hold your breath. Notice how your lungs deflate as you slowly breathe out. Feel that rhythm of breath that happens all day long and all night. Now take a deep breath to the count of three. One, two, three. And then breathe out to the count of four. One, two, three, four. Breathe in again. One, two, three. And breathe out. One, two, three, four. Continue breathing slowly and deeply. Notice any tension that you're feeling in your face, in your forehead, your scalp, the muscles around your eyes, your cheeks, your mouth. You may want to let your mouth open slightly, allowing your jaw to relax. Shake out your arms and your hands, opening the fingers wide, feeling the muscles stretch, and then allow your arms to fall to your lap. Relax. Breathe in again deeply. As you breathe out, feel the tension leaving your face, your neck, your back, your arms, your body. For these moments, remember that you have nothing to worry about. You have nothing to do except to simply rest in God's presence. And so you can let go and relax. We are continuing to explore a beautiful scripture written in love by the Apostle Paul to the family of faith in the ancient city of Rome. Our passage today is from Romans chapter 4 verses 1 through 3. What then shall we say that Abraham our forefather according to the flesh, discovered in this matter. If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. today's passage, the Apostle Paul quotes Genesis 15, verse 6, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. In that 15th chapter of Genesis, Abraham's belief, the righteousness credited to him, actually began as an expression of doubt and uncertainty. 
In response to God's call, Abraham had left behind everything he knew, home, security, friends, and had set out for parts unknown, all because God had promised him that Abraham would become the father of a great nation. But now, many years later, Abraham struggles with an important part of God's promise that has not yet been fulfilled. He asks God, What good are all your blessings when I don't even have a son? What promises of God do you struggle with? The promise of peace of spirit, regardless of your circumstance? The promise of forgiveness for your sins? The promise of God's guidance in your daily life? The promise of eternal life after your death? Talk with God for a moment about your questions, your doubts, your wonderings. As we listen again to the passage, imagine that this letter was being written to you. Listen to the words as if you are hearing them for the first time. What are you thinking as you are hearing Paul's words? How do they make you feel? What words or phrases speak to you today? What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather according to the flesh, discovered in this matter? If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Paul writes, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. In Genesis 15, In response to Abraham's question, God answers in a remarkable way. He enters into a covenant, a contract, promising Abraham that his descendants will inherit the land. And Abraham believed God's promise. What are the promises in which you want to believe more deeply this day? Promises such as these the promise of God's presence. Matthew 28.20, Jesus said, And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. The promise of rest and help. In Matthew 11.28-30, Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. The promise of forgiveness and restoration. Matthew 26, verses 27 and 28. Jesus took a cup of wine and said, Each of you drink from it, for this is my blood which confirms the covenant between God and his people 
it is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. The promise of life after death. John 14 verses 1 through 3. Jesus said, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my Father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you, so that you will always be with me where I am. Spend a moment with God, asking God to make God's promises more real to you, to deepen your trust, and to free your spirit to experience God's joy and peace. As our time today comes to an end, spend a moment telling God all that is on your heart and mind this day. This day may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace.